tonight we'll see partly cloudy skies and a low of 39, mostly sunny tomorrow and a high of 69, Monday night mostly cloudy with a low of 40, then mostly cloudy Tuesday and a high of 67. I'm meteorologist Patrick McMillan on News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 59. This is News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. All right, and we are here, yes, and these are my own comments and the comments of our guests, and we're glad you're with us tonight here because we have an important topic as we always do. And, uh, Angela Wynn is with me tonight. We're going to talk about the great state of Tennessee and how they are toying with the idea of removing federal tax dollars from your schools, your public schools. Angela, how you doing, huh? I was good until... <laughs> until I called a few days ago, okay. I'm a big boy. I can tell you. Get, Listen, okay. I said, yeah. here, we, here, we, here we go again with the attack on public schools, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, we're going to get into this. We've got, uh, you know, we've got uh, some things going on. I want to tell you about this right now. Uh, and Angela just gave me this, Angela Bingham. You can RSVP her at 629-772-4408. And it's, uh, you're to save this date because your course is invited to attend to learn life transforming information. It's a financial awareness overview. Okay. And it's going to be Monday, November 20th. Of course, this year at 7 p.m. Path of Life Church at uh, 816 North Church here in Murfreesboro. Speakers are going to be Minister Ron Williams. And unlock your financial potential and explore the incredible path to living your best life now and leaving a legacy. And come help. Help that community grow. This is from Angela Bingham. She's on at six with Simplicity. She's out there right now. And, uh, you know, good lady doing a great job. And I'm gonna, uh, please remember that if you can. And I'll tell you what, for right now, Jackson, it's all right. We're going to get uh, let uh, him kick us off here. But for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer. And, yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. With your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip from ACDC. And yes, this is Evan Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach me and Angela tonight with your questions, comments, or thoughts and ideas at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And you can also text a, uh, a comment or idea. Send us a text to that. 
And Jackson, who's on the board, will be glad to read it for you. We'll read it over there. He'll write it down and give it to me or Angela. We'll read it for you for those of you that are a little too shy to be on the air. You can also watch you via YouTube right now via YouTube Live, okay? At WGN, uh, news, radio, is it news Radio WGNS, and you can find us there. And uh, we're on, like I said, we're on the air live right now. Right Do you ever now. dream? You ever dream you'd ever be on live TV? I mean, doing a show with a guy like me? <laughs> Not with a guy like you, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> you can. But we are there, and you can find, and all of our shows are there, too. All you got to do is type in Edwin Lee Raymer Show on YouTube, and it'll pull up the shows we've done in the past. If you want to go back and review a show, it's a, it's a good resource, but we are radio. We're not television, but, hey, uh, you know, modern technology is what it is. Now, you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go, listen, whenever you wish. And like I said, check out Angela Bingham because she's doing a great job with simplicity. And uh, she's just a fine lady. And, yes, she is one of the Bingham sisters that sing. Have you ever heard them sing? I haven't heard them sing. They are, they've been at it since they were little girls. Oh. So, yeah. And they're, they can flat do it. Well, we exchange information. so I'll Okay. Have to. All right. You talk to her. I'm telling you. I want to tell you about a good friend of ours, too, one of our newest sponsors, Keep It Running, Heat and Air. And if you and your family are looking for a locally owned heating and cooling company, introduce you, let me introduce you to Joe. At Keep It Running Heating and Cooling Company. He's got over 12 years' experience in the field. Joe and his company, Keep It Running, are located right here in Murfreesboro. And they're fully licensed, insured, bonded, and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, helping you with all family and your family with all your heating and cooling needs. So if you're looking for a company you can trust, someone that knows what they're doing, give Joe a call at 615-962-2397. That's 615-962-2397. You can visit their website. Keep it running, heatingandcooling.com, and catch them on Facebook as well. Find people, find folks here in Rutherford County. As I said, Angela Wynn is our guest. Good evening again. Angela, thank you for, for agreeing to do this. Okay? Oh, absolutely. And will you tilt that mic down just a little bit and pull it a little closer? You can pull it a little closer to you. Go ahead. That, it moves. Is, is that better? That's fine. There That's we fine. Go. Um, Angela, we've got, and I called you because you you keep up with this. You and your husband have five children. Yes, we do. Uh, this is from a story in October 20th of this year in the Daily News Journal. It was a Friday edition, and I picked it up off a newsstand. How much do Tennessee school districts rely on federal funding? It's a story by Rachel Wegner, W-E-G-N-E-R. I hope I'm pronouncing that right of the Nashville, Tennessee, and also in association with USA Today Network out of Tennessee. Talk of Tennessee rejecting, now get this now, Angel, $1.8 billion in federal education funding has stirred intense controversy this past year. Now, okay, what does this mean? Let's start with here in good old Rutherford County. This is us. Rutherford County, in, in year 21-22, um, and these are the latest figures they had at that time, mm-hmm. Uh, was th- over 13% of their budget, which amounted to $71,800,000, nearly $72 million of federal funding for your, your kids, your school. This talks about, and, and well, let me go ahead and throw this in, and for our Murfreesboro City Schools, $23,400,000, that's about almost 19% of their budget. Okay, so we're looking at, what, $94, $95 million dollars I don't tell them what it is by now 
for the the for the twenty two twenty three year. Uh, Angela, this includes school lunches. This includes, which as people know, and I guess I sound like a broken record, I've been in favor of feeding all the kids free free lunches, free breakfast for years. Yeah. Just feed them, take yeah. care of them. Yeah. But how are, you know, and, and, and I'm not throwing a yoke around your neck, how are we supposed to go wet without 1.8 billion? This is, not a, this is not popcorn we're talking about here. No, it's definitely not a small amount. And what they're toying around with is supplementing with the new revenue that that the state is receiving right now which to me is ridiculous considering the issues that we already have plaguing our school systems those funds could be allocated towards the things that we desperately need now right for example more schools <laughs> yeah more right, teachers especially here. right yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it, it makes absolutely no sense for them to even be thinking about rejecting this amount of money especially right now you know our our reliance on federal funds has only gone up um since right before the pandemic and it's and it's risen at a steady pace you know re- remember when people talked about how you know there was uh learning learning loss education gaps and so that's what's happening right now we're trying to pump money into the school system to make sure that we're making up the difference so our children don't suffer in the end. So them suggesting taking away that amount of money and then putting the burden on state funds that really should be allocated to something else is not fair to us, right? I mean, we're, we're right. taxpayers, right? Exactly. So imagine we're paying taxes and these federal funds are going to other schools. They're not coming to ours. So then what are what are we what do we get out of this what is our benefit and right. their and their notion is okay well we can get we can get rid of the you know the tape or the regulations that come with federal funds well what are what are those regulations right, right. we have title 1 we have title 3 right. and we have title 5 so to say that we want to cut or reject federal funding because we want more autonomy. And, you know, Mr. Sexton wants to run Tennessee public education. In Cameron the way Sexton, that, Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm, the way that he sees fit. That That's not asking the people what they want, right? right. This, right. this is another way. It's a government reach. And aren't, sure aren't, aren't the GOP about less government? <laughs> that's, uh, I couldn't have put it better. Thank you very much. I mean, here's uh, Governor Bill Lee, who must be one heck of a heat and air man, but I'm going to tell you, he supports legislature's effort. Of course, he's the one that wanted this charter school thing anyway. And let a man sit up there and talk about Tennessee's teachers like they were just a bunch of dummies. Oh, yes. We, we do remember and that. Didn't, and did not uh, make any effort to correct him or straighten him out or anything. Mm-hmm. I sit there with a big smile on his face. Uh, he supports the legislature's effort to study study the issue and cited excessive overreach by the federal government. So a 10-member panel was appointed September 25th. I'm worried about this bunch. It'd be like appointing me to do something like this to determine whether the state can legally reject the money and to recommend a strategy before the 24 legislative sessions set to kick off. This will be January 9th of next year. And we mentioned the areas among the areas supporting uh, supported by that 1.8 billion in federal funds are programs for low-income students, students with disabilities, school lunch, among many other things. Um, uh, Sexton says that uh, he's a Republican from up there in Crossville. Said uh, he could make up the difference with state dollars. So are they going to? What have they been doing with our money so far? I haven't seen anything. Being I don't done. know. They, you know, we're still paying taxes on food when we go to the grocery. We didn't the last couple of months. I think we had the free 
tax on food. That was uh, big of them to do. That was really nice. Yeah, that was great. Um, <laughs> you know, don't let them pat themselves on the back too much. But, I mean, we're talking serious. We're talking serious money. Just right here in our county. Not to mention Shelby County, Davis County. Of course, naturally, they've got much bigger school systems. Yeah, so know. Shelby County is definitely the number one county that relies on federal funds. And yes, and, and that, is, you, that is Memphis. Yeah, right. and, and when you think about that, it's it, they need it the most given their population, right? Um, Title I is very important in areas where there are a large amount of minorities and under um, underrepresented communities. But more so than, you know, Title I affecting us personally in Rutherford County, because let's keep in mind, 46% of the student body is um, black or Hispanic. But we also need to think about the 16% of um, English language learners that would be affected if there were no protections um, under Title III in our rural communities, right? right. Who are protected mm-hmm. under Title V. So this whole idea of us trusting the state to do what's right when it comes to protecting people's civil rights, I mean, this is the same legislative body that um, tried to expel three of our members for siding with sure. moms who yeah. didn't want guns in their schools and these are the people that we're supposed to rely on to to protect our kids you know we went back over that just to to, i don't want to go off the rails here but when he said you know we'll let teachers uh carry guns to school i look back over my for example my high school year from my beginning years to uh we didn't we didn't have kindergarten when i was kid. that's how old i am but we had we went first to 12th grade I went all 12 years, as a matter of fact. And uh, a lot of people don't believe that. <laughs> we're going to go to a break in a minute. But I had only one or two guys, and they were guys, that I would have trusted with a pistol. Because we had all talked. We were in high school, and we talked. We hunted and fished and all that stuff. They were the only two and that I would have trusted to carry around a pistol at school. None of the rest of them, none of the rest of them, most of the ladies, I don't have no gun in here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was a different time, I guess. We're going to go to our first series of breaks. Jackson's going to take us to it. Angela Wynn is with us, and we're talking about public money being done away with in your school system here in Rutherford County. Thanks for joining. We'll be back with you right after this. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 
785-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it. They can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right. Thank you, Jackson. Appreciate it. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Thank you, Tim, at Jay Mullins and all your crew. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joe and Melissa at uh, Keep It Running. Thank you, Nick, at uh, Complete Yard Care, all the rest of you. Thank you so much for, uh, because without your dollars, you, we, we obviously couldn't do it. Angela Wynn is here. And, um, uh, okay, we were talking about this public public money for public education and the state's toying with the idea of uh of just doing away with it which is total insanity uh shelby county received let me get this right yeah this is for the 21 22 years i said these were the latest figures at the time the story was done uh out of the daily news journal shelby county received 465 million which was uh, more than 28 percent of their budget mm-hmm. metro received metro nashville received uh, almost 15 percent of their budget which was 200 nearly 259 million dollars hamilton county received uh, almost 22 percent of their budget 130 million we're talking like i said and we're not talking a box of popcorn here mm-hmm. we're talking you know this is serious money it is serious money and we need more that's that's the crazy well part, here's right? the thing that gets me here here are schools etowah etowah e-t-o-w-a-h is that how you pronounce that Etowa. that's uh mcmahon county it's 30 it's more than 34 percent of their budget it's mm-hmm. 1.7 million those schools can't they can't function without that mm-hmm. now and this goes on and on. There are about uh, ten schools listed here that are right at thirty percent of their of their of their budget. Some of the highest in the state. Um, you know, Hancock County, Campbell County, Morgan County, Benton County. It goes on and on. Haywood County, Wayne County. Uh, we're talking serious money here for these people. Mm-hmm. And say, okay, well, we'll fund that. Okay, okay. You got, uh, for example, Wayne County got seven point eight million. Well, we can fund about three million of it. That's that's a cut, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to get rid of some teachers or something's got to go. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the programs that the, yeah. for, the from the kids that need it the most. Sure, right, right, yeah. And and I've said it for years: feed the kids their lunches. Yeah, that's, they need that's, nutrition. That's something that I that I just can't understand is the fact that we can't just do free lunch for all. I don't kids, get it, especially considering a lot of these children. This is the only opportunity that they're going to be able to have to have a balanced meal. That's exactly right. And um, speaking as a former single parent who lived on the cusp of the poverty line, you right, know, making too much to get the help, right, but um, not making enough to you know to actually 
have my kids eat right. school lunch every mm-hmm. day. It's, I agree. It's, they, you know, we talk about how, you know, we're, we're all for kids and, you know, the children are our future and that, that's what they care about. But it's but that's not what we're seeing. Right. No. no. You know, we we the so the Tennessee Advisory Commission on Intergovernmental um, Returns actually reported that the state needs to invest nine billion additional dollars in K-12 infrastructure over the next five years, um, with the bulk of that going towards renovations and tech, and the other one going for, surprise, surprise, additional schools. So while we're talking about using state funds to make up the difference in the federal funds that we're missing, so what about the additional $9 billion that we need just to make us whole right now to with our whole. school system, right? right. Not, not even to get us to a greater point, but to make us whole for where we need to be right. to educate our children properly we've got a caller on the line i believe caller you're on go ahead mr Raymer, how are you oh uh, hello is this jeff yeah how you know i'm fine how are you jeff well first, i just want to say y'all talk about these big guys how about these rural counties yes. oh yeah yeah anybody think about i lived in lincoln county for years right anybody think about what they're gonna go to yeah that's the title and, five. and, and, and grundy county unicorn county and we, we missed them all up we only got 95 of them we can list all of them off. Oh, yeah. We, 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 got yeah. we only got 95, so we can start listening. You want to, we'll be here to 9 o'clock listening. Yeah, oh, to, my goodness. Yeah, we'll I'm telling you. We'll be here after Miss Murfreesboro's show. We don't, we, he wants to be on air with Mr. Kelly Nathan's here. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, here's, here's, and here's, here's what you're talking about, Jeff, and it, and it makes perfect. I'm glad you brought this up. Metro schools, for this is for 21-22. Uh, their their federal funding was uh, just over 10% of their budget. Knox County was just almost 10% of their budget. Now, Etowah County, 34%. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right, Jeff. Newport City Schools, 30, nearly 34%. That's Scott County. Yeah, Scott County. Hancock County, nearly 32%. Campbell County, thirty, nearly thirty-one percent, and all of these are are close to thirty percent or mm-hmm. or more. And you're about, exactly what about, right. What, 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 what about Grundy County? How much is Grundy County? 40? I do not have tick. Uh, I do not have uh, numbers on Grundy County, but, but I know that it's got to be up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, 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 what about Sevier County? I, I guess Dolly Parton the folks who was over there. We just we Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton County. We'll let her fund the damn school. Well, I, you know, I'm all for Dolly I mean, Parton, and she would do it. Yeah, she would. We can build a sure. school just, just for her. I we, we just built the school just, just for Dolly Parton over at Surreal, where she said we raise funds everything. But let me tell you, Miss Emily, if we don't want any federal money, they just get rid of the school. We don't need no schools in Tennessee. Nobody, well, nobody, nobody, nobody needs to be educated in this state. No. We don't, we don't need to know what 2 plus 2 is. Yeah. But well, they, 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 2 plus 2 is 6 anyway. What takes the difference? No, no difference to them. It doesn't seem to. Right. And that's what I'm talking to Angela about. This panel, this gov- this governor has put together. We're going to talk a about panel. that. Well, a, that's a panel. What a panel. What's that? A panel of wood is going to put together. I don't know who they put on it. I haven't seen who they put on it either. I don't know. I mean, it's so scary. Nobody really wants to know. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the bunch that went on there when they came out with this charter school thing for here in Rutherford County? Oh, yes. And they went out. The panel had suggested they do this. Yes, and the, and the panel was very heavily interested sure. in ACAR <laughs> coming to Tennessee. They tried one. They tried one in Columbia, Murray right. County over there. Uh-huh. They told them, they told them no. You know, you know what they told them? You know what these people put Murray County on that school board? They, they said, let, let, let's see how it works in Rutherford County first before we try it over here. 
Which is hilarious. Yeah, which is crazy because, you know, ACAR in their application, it was stated that they were underfunded. Right. The, sure. the finances right. that they had in the application didn't even make sense for them to no. be able to yeah. come. Well, so well, where, so where are they going to get the money for, for that school? Well, tell you something. Mm-hmm. If Cameron Sexton's on that board, we, we, we know it's crooked if he's on there. Well. That, that man, he's, he's, he's been in jail there anyway. He didn't commit so many crimes. He ain't been in jail there anyway. <laughs> we know that. And, of course, of course if, him, if him, there's a guy in Smyrna, you know, what I'm talking about, that has these tax-free gun safes. If it's him and him and him, you know it ain't going to be no good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'll need a tax-free yeah. gun safe. Tax-free um, gun. Hurry, hurry, hurry up. I'm going to get my gun. I'm going to shoot you. i got to get my tax-free gun. Get my tax-free knife. I'm going to stab you. Right? <laughs> like stab you. Real fast. Hurry up before I stab you. Jeff. I'm tax-free. But now, now, let's just not have no schools. And we'll have a bunch of dumb people in this state. We don't have no dumb kids. A bunch of dumb kids who want to have no federal funds. Well, that's what I've said about paying taxes. As you've heard me tell Rob Mitchell before, I don't want to grow up around a bunch of dumb people, you know. And I don't want our kids being uneducated. Yeah, Republicans don't want to pay no taxes either. You know better than that. Well, I know. I wish we could all live here for $100 a year, but it's just not going to happen. I wish we could all live for free, don't you? We just live for free. Sure, it'd be nice, you know. We don't don't worry about having no clothes. We just live for free. We don't have to have no clothes. We just walk around with no clothes on. We, we do that. Well, you, know, you must, you know, you must be part of the, just, if you're walking around with yeah. no clothing, you must be part of the Republican Party. Jeff, thanks for well, calling. Be, yeah, but, yeah, we, we don't need to be educated. Just get rid of the school. We don't need to be educated in this thing. Okay. Just get rid of all this. So, y'all hang in and have a good have a week. Just, see y'all. Thank you, Jeff. Much appreciated. I noticed he didn't say anything about football this weekend. It's been a bad football weekend here in <laughs> Middle Tennessee, I'm telling you. This is not good at all. Uh and Jeff is a huge sports fan. I know he, you know, he ribs me all the time about my boys in Kentucky. Well, that just goes to show how upset people are about this. Well, I mean, what is this panel? Were you were you familiar with this when this all started? Because you were at the crux of this thing when this whole thing. Let me get this right. I think you, I told me and my wife were talking. About, didn't you get up and walk out of one of the meetings when the night they took the vote? Oh because, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I they didn't I, allow anyone to speak or or no, anything. They didn't allow anyone to speak. They didn't allow the county to um to give their presentation. Um, they didn't allow for public comment. So when the vote was made, yes, I I did get up and walk out of the room. Um, one because. I, I didn't want to embarrass myself on, on camera. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> I've, I've yeah. had people text right. me at school board meetings, like, Angela, fix your face, fix your right. face. Right, yeah. But, um, but the audacity of um, school board members to sit up there and talk about how this school was going to come in and solve our overcrowding problem and how, you know, school choice is something that we all need when – Really, this is a school that was, doesn't meet Tennessee standards. So let's let's think about that, right? So right now, um, you know, all schools are held accountable by federal standards, right? Um, we have to report to the feds how our schools are doing. So if we don't have federal funding, then we we don't have to be held accountable by those standards. So schools like um, American Classical Academy, who don't meet just state standards are going to be allowed to operate and run to the disadvantage of our kids because why why do we want schools that um that are that are not appropriately um appropriately commissioned to be able to provide the education that our children need to be successful sure and here's the thing i noticed the charter school people are still running these ads on television who's paying for that because yeah. they don't give away that airtime um uh, mom's for liberty <laughs> God bless them. You know, I mean, 
I mean, to me, it's just crazy, right? Because, you know, Mr. Mr. Sexton is always talking about how, you know, he's a huge proponent of classical education, you know, classical education. Um, I'm has, all for classical education, rates, right. Yeah, all, you this know. Great, all this great stuff, you know, because we're in a fight for the fabric of America right now. Oh, uh, yeah, This I've heard woke that. ideology mm-hmm. that's being forced upon our kids and our public school mm-hmm. system. But the thing that's killer to me is, um, you know, this whole idea of not wanting to... Um, adhere to federal regulations, right? Um, I know that many people not know this, but Mr. Sexton, both of his parents were teachers in Knox County. And when we're in a talking, public school. In a public school. <laughs> but but wait, it gets it gets better. So when we <laughs> oh, no, when we want to talk about it. when we want to talk about federal protections, oh, right? God. So Mr. Sexton said that the Department of Education um, was running in the nineteen seventies. He was incorrect on that. The Department of Education did not actually start officially running until nineteen eighty. But the crazy part is in Knox County, although, you know, uh, Board V. Brown passed the nineteen fifty four, it took them to the nineteen seventies before they actually were meeting court mandated integration rates. True. So if we're going to get rid of federal mandates, is that what we're going to go back to? What what is that well, what he, is that what he feels like we need to do is to go back to how they were doing things in Knox County when he was a kid and his and his parents were teachers? That's all that's what I've said on this on this broadcast and these Republicans are about to they're, they're about to, you know, run us out, which that's they think that's what they want to do. But I got news for you. Republicans don't pay taxes. Mhm. They don't. No, they don't. It's We're like the Donald Trump. It's taxes. like Donald Trump says: you got you got to yeah. be smart to not pay taxes. Yeah, you got to right? be smart. You got to be crooked <laughs> as the dog's hind leg. Okay, I mean, they they you know they're 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 a crooked bunch of people. It's their way of thinking, mm-hmm. and to dumb down society to where you don't know there's an advantage to being ignorant. You don't know that you're being messed over. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're that stupid. Because I've been against some of them in business that actually, it's like the guy that told me, I actually had a man that I thought was a pretty good businessman once told me, said, oh, I'm just so excited to be in business today. He said, oh, I, I, we do the things the Walmart way. He said, you know, and let me tell you what happened. We cut our business, we cut our prices by half, and we doubled our business. I said, in other words, you're working twice as hard now for the same money, and you're excited about that. Now, this is supposed to be an intelligent guy that told me this. Maybe he went to school in Knox County. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I don't. Where do these people come from? How had he made it that far in life? We cut our prices in half and we doubled our business. That's great. I mean, they're out there. Believe it or not. No, they're out there. Adult people that are running businesses. And, you know, hey, folks, you want a good deal? You just keep looking. You'll find somebody dumb enough to give you one, and they'll warranty it for life. Hey, listen, as, as someone who has supported many business owners, I can attest right. to that. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like sometimes you wonder, how are you still here? How are you? How did you get here to start with anyway? You know, I guess mom and dad had a lot of money. Oh, that's how it is. Well, it's like the Trump story, right? Didn't he, you know, build up his... Oh, Fortune oh. all by himself off of the, the small no, loan that his father no, gave him. It, Isn't that, that the story? That whole story. I, <laughs> no. I got the book, The Art of the Deal, when it came out. And that's back when I was halfway a Donald Trump fan. I thought, this man has got some things going. Well, I didn't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. First of all, he didn't write the book. A fellow by the name of Tony Schwartz, Schwartzbill mm-hmm. wrote it. 
And today, Tony Schwartz would tell you, Donald Trump don't know diddly about business. Not one thing. He started out with money that Papa left him and apartment complexes and buildings that were paid for that were left under rent control in New York City. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you what that's worth in your hip pocket. Oh, it's worth a lot. It's a pretty good starting point, mm-hmm. okay? And I, don't get me wrong. I'm happy for him. That's fine. That's wonderful. Your parents leave you money like that? that that's great, you know. But uh, uh, this bunch here that we have, uh, that uh, they're, they're, they don't need, we don't need federal money. Where's our money been? Where's it been? We're going to go ahead and fund it anyway. Where's the money coming from? This one point eight billion. Mm-hmm. Where's it coming from? Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole idea. I mean, they, they, they have said that it could be done, but there are huge caveats to it, and that's and that's the thing. That, <laughs> I'm that's I'm sure there are. Well, of course there yeah. are. Yeah. I mean, it's just think about it. Um, when we were in the pandemic, um, federal the need for federal funding, of course, increased. So what happens if we have another you know world crisis? What happens if? We hit a recession, which we all know is going to inevitably happen, right? That's, it that's is. Just, we will have another recession. It happens. That's, 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 just, that's life. just the way it is. Right. And so what happens then, right? Are, are we, how are we going to satisfy the, the gap in funding if we're no longer relying on, on the federal government? Well, that's what I'm wondering is when do, do the, the cities, the county mayors, when do they step in and say, hey, Wait a minute. Our own county commission is stretched right now and say, wait a minute, we've got to have this money. Well, I feel, you know, like, I feel like the burden is unfairly put on our educators. Oh, um, yeah. Because they are sure. the ones advocating and stating that, hey, we're in this and we know that we need these funds. And that's that's the thing that kills me, right, is that school district leaders are saying that we need these funds. Teachers are saying that we need these funds. They're telling us. The president of the Tennessee Education Association says that we need these funds. And parents know that we need these funds. So sure. if, if it's supposed to be all about parents' choice, because we've heard that a bajillion times, right? Yeah, it's parents' right. choice, right? Agreed. We're supposed to decide what's going on in the schools. Why isn't this on a ballot somewhere? Well, Why do we have a committee that's deciding on the education of our students? It's got here in this story, again, by uh, Rachel Wagner in the Tennessee, and, uh, or the Daily News Journal, she, Tennessee, and either one, I'm sure, uh, nowadays. This was in the October 20th edition. If lawmakers act on the uh, potential plan, it would be a move unprecedented yes. in United States history. No state has ever like done that's it. That's all they want to do is do something that's unprecedented, even if it's if it's it's spelling your own catastrophe. You know, sending you into into a chaos. Yeah, well, it's crazy to me because no state has ever successfully refused Fed money. I know there was talk about it in a couple of other states, one of them being Oklahoma, which we don't want to talk about how that state is being run right now. But, oh, um, but they're they're definitely not someone that we want to um, model ourselves after, right? No, not at all. I just I feel like we are. Um, what are they? When the, well, not the kids now, but when you know back in the day when we were young, hustling. Yeah, we're hustling right. backwards. That's what we're doing. Well, here. that's all. That, and I've said before. I mean, I mean, I started out a while ago. Get on my stump. You know, oh, I wish we could go back to 1955 and Ozzy and Harriet and Father Knows Best and all that. Yeah. Well, Father didn't always know best in our house, you know. As a matter of fact, our father was about typical father of the time. One of his favorite phrases was, where's your mother? (laughs) (laughs) 
mean, that's about as average as you get. You know, you know something. I mean, when the stuff hit the fan, you know, where's your mother? Mm, you know, I know that all too well. Right. I mean, it's it's part of the South. Where's your mother? You know, what's mother got to do with it? You, you know, you're the one standing there with a hammer in your hand. That part. I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to get the, 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 the vote on this that they took. Uh, and by the way, folks, and we're not going to get into this tonight, but there's another story I've got right here beside me. I'll put up for the camera. And this is, we're not even going to start talking yet about vouchers. We'll save that for another show. Yes, that's going to be oodles of fun. Oh, yeah. We'll have a blast. And folks, if you want to talk to this lady, if you want to have her on your broadcast, get ready because she carries a notebook with her everywhere she goes. <laughs> I come bearing receipts. She comes then. bearing receipts, information. <laughs> She's got it there. Well, she I just I, I feel like it's important for people to be educated on what's happening, right? Not all of us have the privilege of being able yeah, to Yeah, there watch is such things, a thing as being right? educated on education. Yes, yes. And, and, and people need to hear this and know what's going on um, on a state level. Because I think so many people um, are so uh, vitriol when it comes to federal administration, but the real power lies um, within state and local municipalities. And those are the places where we really need to be educated most on what's happening with our dollars and what these legislators are, um, are deciding for us when it comes to our dollars. To tell people that they are not going to use our federal tax dollars to educate our children. To me, that's that's ridiculous. And a lot of these lawmakers don't send their kids to public school, so it's not affecting no, them in they any don't. way, shape, you or know, fashion. And, 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 you know, let me say this to all of you people that are listening, and I know some of you are, and your children go to private schools. That's fine. Yeah. That's great. If you can afford that, bully for you. Okay, I'm all – we're not – we're, I'm not getting into that that end of it. That's not what I'm talking about, you know, uh, because it looks like Rutherford County. I mean, it, it's like Jeff said in his call. Uh, they, they sent it over here from Murray County and said, "Let's send it to Rutherford County. And see what? Let's see. Let's watch them implode." Yeah, because that is exactly what's going to happen. Because look, take me back. What was the, the amount of children they were going to take off Rutherford County's hands? Like 320 yes, students. Yes, it was like 325 students. In an area where they don't need any help at all. It was in what, fourth grade, elementary? Yes, in, in elementary, elementary school, yes. Yeah. I mean, we need the most help with high school and middle, oh, middle Lord. school students. Yeah. I mean, but the crazy thing is, is, um, is when you think about it, all of them are in danger now, right? From what I've heard, there's like 11,000 permits for new homes in Rutherford County right now. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, behind my house, they're building one. They're building one huge development and then another one that's not just going to have single family homes, but they'll have townhomes and condominiums as well. So it's where are we putting these kids and how are we funding it? Is now the right time to say no thank you to the to the funds that we desperately need, especially considering that we know we need even more just to meet the needs of, of our kids right that we have right now. Not even thinking about the children that are moving into our county. Well, and they're still coming. Yes, they are. And, and for those of you who and are came not aware, during the pandemic. Yes. And, and for those of you who are not aware, um, please be sure to attend the specially called um, board meeting this week because they will be talking about rezoning and they want to get um, your feedback about that. But for me, the idea of um, rejecting any kind of funds because you want to run education in the way that you see fit is, is not serving your constituents at all. It's, it's self-serving. Right. Yeah. 
What else you got in your notebook for me? Anything good? <laughs> I know you're bound to have something there. I've got a lot of good stuff. I mean, my the biggest thing for me is thinking about um, what happens when those federal protections are um, are basically gone because we're not taking these federal funds, right? right. I mean, yes. it's I keep saying this over and over again, but um, I mean, not just about Title I and being able to uphold the civil rights of our children, you know, not just black children, not just Hispanic children, but, you know, children and the LGBTQ a community, um, children who have learning disabilities. Um, you know, people in Rutherford County have problems already getting the resources that they need for their um, for their children who may not be um, 100% able. And so to say that we're going to, you know, try to remove funds that we desperately need to also remove those protections for our most vulnerable students, like that's, that's, that's lunacy to me, right? Um, talking about Title I, talking about, you know, Title II, our our English language learning kids, you know, we have a large population of children who are learning English, right? So right. what, so what, mm-hmm. are, what are we doing about them? We're just throwing them to the wayside, not going to provide them with the, right. with the resources that they need. So they can, what, what are we, t- we're talking about this American dream, right? How are you giving <laughs> the American dream if you're not willing to educate people so they can fulfill that American dream? It's like, you know, they talk about this whole pipeline um, when it comes to college, right? You go to college, they make you take out all of these loans, and then you're indebted to society for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. And I that's feel been like, a, it's been a nightmare. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's what they're trying to do from from jump it's it's public education needs to stay public right that is what this i thought that's what this country was was founded on right we're, supposed to, we're supposed to be about community and every and you know helping each other and right. raising you know your fellow man getting yourself up from your bootstraps so you want to put kids behind and tell them to pull themselves up by their bootstraps right. too yeah. i mean it's it's crazy to me whatever happened to fostering a sense of community in this country they want to talk about divisiveness but th- things like this that is what causes division. And it has nothing to do with the people. It has everything to do with people not trusting those that are in office to uphold what their constituents want for themselves. And I can certainly understand them not trusting the politicians right now. Oh, my goodness. I, I still I can't get over the fact that, you know, they want to censure people. They want to kick people out of the assembly hall. They don't want to allow parents <laughs> to come in and voice their opinions on things that are happening. I mean, that, that's crazy. To well, me. the night of the uh, on uh, the Rutherford County School Board voted on this charter school thing. They didn't even allow people to address the the uh, the board at all. No, I and that was and that was purposefully done. Sure, purposefully done. They're and doing, a lot of yeah. and you know and some board members had no idea that that was going to happen. And a couple then one of them was very vocal about it that she felt completely blindsided because she didn't even get an opportunity to hear what the um, what the county actually had to say about why they rejected this school. So it's it's not fair to have a board chair who is obviously embedded with these people yeah. advocating yeah. for this school mm-hmm. against the wishes of the people who are at, who are the parents within the school district. They're not listening to anyone. They're not. It's it's a very it's a very minority population that was really gunning for this school to come to our county. Um, and I don't think there is a minority at all that would would want to say, no, we don't want this federal money. I can't in my mind even fathom any parent saying, you know what? I don't think we need those federal funds. Let's put more strain on our state resources so that we just can do away with these burdensome guidelines that 
are not burdensome. <laughs> right, they're not burdensome at all. You need them. Angela Wynn is our guest. And I'll tell you what, we're going to talk about Tuesday's elections when we come back, if you don't mind. Right now, I want to do this for you. Uh, Angela Bingham gave me this a while ago, and I wanted to make this uh, this announcement for her. She wanted everybody to save this date. You are cordially invited to learn life-transforming information, financial awareness overview. Now, this will be Monday, November 20th, 2023, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Path of Life Church is 816 North Church Street, right here in Murfreesboro. Guest speaker will be Minister Ron Williams. If you're ready to unlock your financial potential and explore the incredible path to living the best life now and leaving a legacy, go to this. You know, I might get a, I might just, I may check this out myself. You can RSVP Angela Bingham, 629-772-4408. That's 629-772-4408. I want you to check out, I'll tell you what, let's go this, our first series, and I'll do this when we come back. Jackson, take us to that. Angela wins our guest. I'm Ed Raymer for the Ebony Raymer Show. Stay with us. Back right after this. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we are back. Thank you, Jackson. Good job on the board as usual. Angela, Angela wins with us. I want to tell you about keeping running heat and air. And if you're looking for a local family-owned heating and cooling company, call Joe at Keep It Running Heating and Air. He's got over 12 years' experience in this field. He and his company keep it running. They're located right here in Rutherford County, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Fully licensed, insured, bonded, and available to help you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We've got some cool nights coming, folks. So remember him. 
him and Melissa to help keep you and your family up to date with all your heating and cooling needs. Company you can trust, give Joe a call, 965-615-962-2397. That's 615-962-2397. And you can visit their website at keepitrunningheatingandcooling.com. And you can also catch them on Facebook, doing a great job. Angela Wynn is our guest. We've been talking about public money uh, in uh, the, the wanting to do away with public money in uh, public schools. Yeah, let's just say the what's quietly being said is they want to do away with public schools, period. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what they want. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we were talking a while ago about how it does, they don't seem to be listening to the constituents. No, they don't. Me or you or anybody else. But Tuesday showed us a horse of a different color. It did. And I it, mean, Ohio went nearly 60% mm-hmm. to put abortion rights for women. It was into their state constitution. It's in their state believe. constitution now. This same thing happened in, was it Kansas? Yes. Right after this happened. It's happening all over the place. These ladies, y'all are speaking up. Thank the good Lord. And I think some of your husbands, thank goodness. I was going to say thank yeah. you to all of the men who are standing up. I agree. This, this, is, this is a health issue, and it affects everyone. So I've said it a thousand times right here. Any doctor worth his or her salt will tell you that at times a, an abortion is a necessary medical procedure. And that's exactly what it is, a medical procedure. Then they're making some women carry. They had one girl carry a baby, made her carry a baby all the the entire nine months mm-hmm. and i think she wound up either very sick or she passed out passed away from it. i don't know there are nightmare stories that oh, are happening are, because of there this there are tons of nightmare stories about right. um women who are literally under a doctor's care but the doctor is waiting until they're just past the the threat of the mother's life with the with the lawyers on hand so that right. the lawyers can say to them okay now you can do this to save the mother's life which is crazy to me we're that a lawyer's involved with the medical decision thank you we're, we're allowing the legal system to dictate what happens in our medical system that won't work with my doctor Mm-mm. oh thank you it will not work no. with mine either no. I, I had the best doctor ever <laughs> no mine won't even give me an aspirin <laughs> can't get anything out of this guy that makes me feel better nothing at all well i'm i'm thankful for mine because when i when i needed to go out on bed rest at 14 weeks she put me on bed rest at 14 weeks so that i wouldn't have to unfortunately be one of those people making the decision right Mm -hmm. yeah i'm telling you um this is but thank goodness ladies you're doing it you're waking up you're making you're waking up the crowd and I'm glad to see it. Yeah, in college yeah. and college. Oh, our college kids, kids or something too. else. Well, they're yeah. saying that they're um, they're it looks like they're more motivated than they were when Trump was running for office. Oh, yeah. Which is great yeah. considering this is not um, a presidential election year, right? right? These off years are just as even more so important. Oh, than it a fell. It, it fell just mobile. right. Yeah, it's like they fall right out of the clear blue sky. I mean, we've got an election coming up Tuesday. Whoa, 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 what are you talking about? What's yeah. up? And of course, I'd known. Governor Bashir's at uh, I, I don't know Andy Bashir's, but I, I knew the race was coming up because I keep my best friend Terry Jones. Uh, we we talk about it all the time back and forth by phone, and uh, his opponent had a lot of money behind him, and Andy still come out on top. Yeah, thank the good Lord. I was going to say thank I'm goodness on that. Yeah, yeah. so so uh, that's a positive sign for a lot of our our Democrats that are involved in this thing. 
and involved very heavily. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that this trend continues to happen, especially across um, state and local municipalities, because those are the places where we really need people who actually care about doing what's right for the people that live um, and the people that the people that they serve. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Right. To do. I mean, I mean, you've got what were the numbers like? Was it more than 80 percent of people thought uh, they felt that abortion issues should be left alone between a doctor and yeah and the mom? Yeah, and it's so funny. It's it's way up there. It may be closer to ninety percent. That eighty ninety percent of people want, you know, common sense gun control. Yeah, it's it's more than two thirds of the country agree that right. those rights belong between a woman and her doctor. And when it comes to gun law, everybody wants sensible gun law. Anything is common sense, but it seems yeah. like common sense is going out the window. Common sense is not common. That's that's the word on it's the street. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not common. All right. Well, it's it's crazy to me because we we know what all of these play into, right? These sure. all play the the decision not to move forward with gun rights all, always has to do with the gun lobby, no matter which way they want to spin that. And this whole idea of um, negating abortion rights is, of course, that fear that um, that huge white fear of becoming the minority. Well, the, the gun rights people were no. I mean, this the NRA and this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Le Pierre, Mr. Le Pierre, the Pepe Le Pew, whatever his name is, <laughs> you know, and you know, they called one night. I was in Kroger. This is when Miss Hillary was running against uh, Trump. Uh, the, you remember her, the girl that beat Donald Trump? You remember that? Yeah, Donald, if you're listening by chance, I hope you are because you got beat. You've never won an election, and you got beaten your first one by a girl. I just got to say that. You know. <laughs> Called, this guy called. I said he was with the NRA. I'm standing in Kroger, out South Church, and I got my phone. And Mr. Ramers, you know our gun rights are in danger of being taken away from us with Hillary Clinton. I said, wait a minute. And I and so I really got loud, which is strange for me. That is absolutely strange. <laughs> I'll be with you in a minute. And <laughs> you know too much already. And I said no, and I did. I want people to hear. No, our gun rights are not are not endangered. You're endangering people by telling them this because you're lying to them. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd had a way to record that call back then. I'd have recorded. I'd have played it right here on the air from time to time. You know, no. I said you're you're, you're pushing a lie. Mm-hmm. No one's gun rights. No one's come to my door, knocked on the door. You know, hey, Eddie, bring us your guns. No, that that's not happening. Uh-uh. It's a lie. Uh-uh. And I had a good lawyer friend of mine. who's was a good friend, older gentleman. And we sat down occasionally years ago. We'd sit down and talk, I guess, before I ever got here. And I asked him one morning. I said, did, did, oh, because, you know, they, they do so much of this stuff. They lie so much. I said, John, did, uh, did President Obama ever say he was coming for our guns? And John Shook his head. No, no end. 
President Obama. I said, okay, I, I didn't think he did, but I thought, you know, well, maybe something got past me. Maybe there's a piece of tape. And now what I'm worried about with this AI thing, mm-hmm. the artificial intelligence, there's no telling. You're not going to be able to believe anything you see. Oh, no. Or even hear on radio. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy. And the it's more or less the um, the deep fake stuff that you have to really yeah, worry right. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fake Christianity, the fake Christians. We've got this guy in Mount Juliet that just is a total... I mean, I think they've got people, guy, they're, they're more like bouncers at church, which, you know, we always had at our church because the only reason we had them, we didn't want the Church of Christ coming in to a Baptist <laughs> sermon. <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry about that, fellas. But, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you know me, you know why I'm laughing so hard at are you Church of Christ? Oh, no. I grew up Church of Christ. My uncle was a Church of Christ minister. My I'm, grandfather was a Church of Christ minister. I'm sorry to hear that. It's probably, uh, it's probably that, why I'm agnostic now. That <laughs> explains a lot. Okay, folks, you heard it on the air right here. We, we've broken new ground. And uh, no, but seriously, I mean, it's just ridiculous, way far out and freaky things, you know. Just speak the truth. It's a lot easier. It's easier to remember. I mean, you know, my memory's not that good. I'm a quick forgetter anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've got to tell the truth, you know. And we've had people right in here that have said things and gone out here and contradicted them through their actions. Very much through their actions and long letters that they cried over. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. And, you know, but um, Angela... We got we've got about two and a half minutes left. Anything else you can think of right now? Anything? I just I really want people to stay aware and understand um, what's happening in this environment right now. Um, going into the the next election, um, the fight for public school is happening right now. Then um, there are some really great organizations out there that are fighting for your public schools who would love t- for you to join with them to help with them. So um, the first one is SOCOM, which is a statewide organizing for community and empowerment at SOCM.org. Um, and then there's also an organization called Race Forward. I'm actually taking their heel training right now. That's raceforward.org. Angela Wynn has been here. Jackson's been on the board. Bill's coming in here next. Mr. Murfreesboro. I'm Ed Raymer for the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. And I'll tell you what, till next Sunday night, I'll catch you down the road. Have a great week, everybody. Tonight, we'll see partly cloudy skies in a low of 39, mostly sunny tomorrow and a high of 69. Monday night, mostly cloudy with a low of 40, then mostly cloudy Tuesday and a high of 67. I'm meteorologist Patrick McMillan on News Radio WGNS. Right now, it's 56.